0: Good morning and welcome to AI Daily. Fantastic show today covering everything from 3D scene reconstruction to some new AI infra and some very harsh regulations coming out of the EU. So let's start today with Rerun's announcement of using Simple Recon. So Simple Recon is a new 3D scene reconstruction algorithm. So we saw some really cool demos from them on their tweet thread. Connor, what does this mean? We're, we're looking at, I mean, gosh, they were able to reconstruct this scene using CNNs and it's faster, more accurate than much of the other models we've been seeing. So what does this look like to you? Yes, yeah, so
1: normally 3D scene reconstruction is done through 3D convolutions. You have a 3D convolutional neural network and it's kind of expensive and it kind of takes a lot of time to reconstruct the scene. Rerun has built Simple Recon where they reconstructed an entire 3D scene with only 2D convolutions. This makes it cheaper. This makes it faster. Makes it more deployable
0: to a lot of areas. Farb, what could you use this for? Like, uh, are we talking like architecture type use cases or like you're trying to reconstruct this scene maybe for entertainment? What do you think we could use this for, for? What type of applications?
2: It's probably pretty early. You know, this is a demonstration that they have out there. What I think is interesting is, you know, the tools that we end up using are always some weird uh, balance between folks, researchers that are taking current technology and doing something that creates a step function improvement um, in terms of the cost of computation. But then there's this leap in computational capacity. And so sometimes these cool discoveries get obviated by a leap in computation. Uh, and then this cycle just keeps repeating. Sometimes we find that there's a plateau in some type of computation for long enough where some research like this gets productized and actually gets implemented. You know, this is really cool. You can do things on a phone that you wouldn't be able to do before. Uh, but per my point, you know, your phone will be more powerful in a year or two. So it's it's really cool to see this constant sort of Uh, race between computation and brilliant researchers coming up with ways to do more with the computation that we have available, you know, in this device or at this time.
0: Definitely. Yeah. The low computation is such a big point here. I think of potential like safety or DoD applications, you know, you have this like resource constrained, small drone or small piece of hardware that you need to like reconstruct a seat and you need to have this like depth accuracy. And before maybe you need to, send that off to a big GPU or computer, but doing that real time with a small device and small hardware, just more and more breakthroughs coming on these uh, kind of computer vision models. So really cool. Yeah, if you're,
2: if you're, you know, piloting around a little fly drone in your crazy department of defense, that drone, uh, drone team, then it could, you know, do some 3d mapping that it, that it couldn't possibly do otherwise. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So let's move on to our second piece of news, which is Cloudflare Constellation. So Cloudflare, if you don't know, powers much of the internet's infrastructure and they have their own platform called Workers and a lot of developers use it, but it hasn't been too well integrated with AI and they've been pushing a lot towards it. Now they have what's called Cloudflare Constellation focused on inference. So being able to run inference on image models or language models and make it easily deployable and cheaper. Clo, tell us more what is this?
1: Yeah, Cloudflare Workers is honestly probably the most amazing developer platform ever used. I think I've been using workers for a few years now. I know a couple of years back they announced like Nvidia GPUs coming to Workers that hasn't come anywhere yet. and then now out of the blue, they announced Cloudflare Constellation and it integrates extremely well. They all the models are hosted on R2. They have a catalog of models you can use or you can upload your own. Um And it integrates very well with workers. Anyone who used workers before knows that the capabilities of durable objects, of KV, of R2 storage, of queues, of D1 SQL tables, service bindings, Cloudflare's a lot in the workers platform. Now seeing Constellation, they host the models for you, they run them for you. You just upload them and call them. And it's amazing experience to use. Uh, I believe the private beta they have out now is maximum of 10 megabyte of mo- models, but that see where it goes.
0: Yeah. What, or what, what do, you do you think do, this means for startups and devs?
2: Well, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Connor. What do you think this does for a developer? What's the biggest impact on a developer's life with using Constellation? How easy
1: it is to deploy a model um, instead of setting up your own server, instead of running Python scripts that pull from your SQL table that pull from different queues. Now you just call directly from your worker, and then whenever it finishes it integrates extremely with everything else. You don't have to worry about something else. You don't have to worry about something new. All you have to think about is your cloud third block.
2: That, that was my takeaway too. It seems mind-blowingly easy to implement this. They're like, just type Constellation. <laughs> and now you have it. And it's just crazy to think that, you know, a few months ago, you know, you might be struggling to implement some of these LLMs in your infrastructure in, internally, now it's one word away from picking from all these different LLMs that are that are available. It's, uh, I've never seen this pace of development in, in tech history. They, they showed an example.
1: It's just like 20 lines of code. They use the Cloudflare workers email handlers. So anytime a domain gets an email, the worker picks up that uh, new email and then the worker can process it however it wants. The example they showed, they used T5 running on Onyx to catalog it's the sentiment of the email and then forward that to Gmail.
2: I what? mean, even the, the sheer list of things they said you could do with this. It's, a few months ago, if you could do, you know, text to image or some sort of, you know, object recognition, you'd be like, wow, this is cool. They're like, yeah, just do any of these if you want, just you know, write this in and you can do all of this stuff. Pretty yeah. great.
1: They can run any Hugging Face model. They can run any Onyx model. Uh, they have a few other runtimes coming, but sorry with Onyx because it's the most
2: open. And the models are a little bit small, I think, right now. Is that? 10 gigabytes max. Yeah. Private beta, though. So they're just. Yeah. But yeah. yeah we have
0: faith.
1: People. We have faith. Always.
0: So let's move on to our third story. Uh, all of our favorite discussion points, always. The EU has kind of released some initial, what they call the AI Act. And What's interesting about this one is they're trying to target open source developers. So everyone always says, hey, open source, you know, can break away from the centralized control and we'll be able to deploy these open source models and, and nothing's going to be able to stop it. But the EU's already had a long kind of form of regulation with GDPR on the internet. And it looks like they're pushing towards AI hard now and they want to find people hundreds of thousands of dollars or percentage of revenue just for releasing models that could be available to European consumers. So, Farb, what do we think of this? We're we're looking at a regulation out of the EU that could actually affect open source. What do you think of it?
2: This is the classic shoot first and ask questions later approach or more like, you know, throw you in the gulag and worry about whether or not you did anything wrong uh, sometime down the road. They're basically buying themselves the freedom to... You know, go after somebody for doing something that they're not even quite sure how to understand it, but better safe than sorry, and just let everybody know that we'll come after you for any bad thing you do. In the long run, will it be this? broad stroke of regulation. My guess is probably not, but it's so early with AI. It's so powerful. They don't understand it. They don't even understand how it works now, much less how it's going to work soon. So they're really just giving themselves a large swath of coverage in going after people that they weren't previously going after. It's not just open source, it's AI open source. It's Okay, let's... Good luck defining even some of those ba- basic things. They're just giving themselves coverage to, you know, shoot first, ask questions later.
0: Yeah, it seems like they want to start making the LLMs have to get licensed, et cetera. And that's just going to benefit kind of incubate. Um, and companies I'm, pretty sure I'm pretty sure any generative models is the yeah.
1: target of the, um, of the paper. Pretty interesting because you in the past have been very like pro-open source legislation. Mm-hmm. They have like right to repair laws, right to repair on software, et cetera. But they've also been very against AI, with Italy banning AI, Germany wants, Italy banning ChatGPT. Germany wants to ban ChatGPT. So we'll see how those two heads come to close. But
2: I think it's back in Italy, by the way. Just... It's back in Italy. It was bad for
0: what, a few days. Yeah. Well, Europe loves their licenses, and we'll see how tightly they push towards this. Um, but them trying to control, you know, other nationalities and other countries, open source developers, sounds in- insane. To say the least. Um, but as always, what are y'all seeing um outside of these stories and AI, Connor? What have you been seeing? Um Barbara what have you been saying?
2: What have I been seeing? Yesterday I spent too much of a walk in the park reading an incredibly long paper about you know injecting vectors into the forward passes of LLMs to try and steer them. It was a really interesting paper the main takeaway you know at a high without digging into the details of it is that all these things are still so early the 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 power of you know what llms are going to be doing and what we're going to be able to do with them in the future is going to make what's going on today seem like child's play which is crazy to think of uh we're still discovering new ways of interacting with these things new things that you can do with them they're not fully understood to the point where we've exhausted all the things you could do with them so it's it's really amazing to see people continuing to push the bounds of what you can do with models that have been around for a while now absolutely yeah well i i got to see playing around more with ChatGPT's
0: browsing um they've been releasing that and plug-in access to a lot more people uh the browsing feature is interesting i would ask it hey what's going on today in politics and it takes a long time which is much worse than Bard, for example which i've also been playing with but just the capability of ChatGPT kind of having this browsing available to more people, plugins available to more people. Uh, I think we'll see just improvements over the days. But Yeah, or- ChatGPT, one of the questions I asked
1: it was like how to import a Dino module into Node, which is like the opposite of how you would normally ask that question. Yeah. And then ChatGPT was browsing for a solid like five minutes. and I think it just gave up eventually. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure how that works. But uh, then, yeah, what I saw recently was, saw Hank Green tweeted that, uh some of the big news websites going to be using ChatGPT for the stories apparently soon and the bylines are just going to be made up ai names so see how that turns out but amazing yeah. amazing
2: But yeah the best one was was a uh, someone was making up some funny examples they came up with arthur Fischal intelligence uh okay. first name arthur last name fischl intelligence all right or cam yeah. or human okay. very okay. yep. some very simpson styles jokes
0: Well, thank you as always to listening to AI Daily and we will see you again tomorrow.
2: Have a good day. Thank you guys.